Welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, at the request of one of my friends at church, I decided to go and do an episode that is going to be a bit of a trigger warning here, and if you're deeply offended by anything homosexual whatsoever, please turn off the podcast now. So, if you're a church goer and you can't stand the conversation, or you're an LGBT member and you can't stand more, um, anything hurting your poor, delicate feelings, this would not be the podcast to listen to. So, with that, let's go ahead and talk about homosexuality, and the big question is going to be, to be two big points. Are you born gay, or are you not born gay? And the second one's going to, to be talking about is, well, are your rights being violated? So, first part here. When we talk about homosexuality as a being born, I decided to go ahead and take a look deeply into this as much as I possibly could to find out really as much as I could, to do the due diligence on this, to find out more information. And I came across three major sources, and I excluded all news media sources because, well, news media sources are a bit on the bias side, and they seem to give correct information, but it was more turned towards trying to please the audience versus just being straight up front and honest. So I found several, and these are the three things I found on. I found on bionews.org.uk natural.com and scientificamerican.com so with the bionews.org.uk these were all published um at the end of 2019 so they're fresh um i was looking into this and they said that it's the largest study to date into the genetic basis for sexuality has found that there is no single gene associated with same-sex behavior they talk about how they've done this, a huge research into this, of 500,000 participants. They have used 23andMe, which is a genetic research center, which, you know, anyone can use. You just take a swap of your DNA. It tells you who you're pretty much, um, where your genome lies, basically. Like, are you more Ukrainian? Are you German? Are you Irish? Are you Italian? And plus, on top of that, they usually find if you um, may have a disease or whatnot, even though they're still working on the process of isolating actual genetic diseases that you may be more susceptible to. So they talk a lot about this, but what it really boils down to, what they really talk about, is that homosexuality seems to be more of nurturing versus nature. Again, this all the articles invariably point out that homosexuality is not something that you're born into you don't have it they have not found a gay gene and none of the research suggests this at all the only kind of the only kind of thing they hold back on is they do acknowledge that they're that they still need more research to be done on this particular phenomenon on this particular issue but the the in-depth research they've been doing has not yielded anything. And they've even gone to University of Oxford in UK and they tried to study it. But even the people who talked about it from that particular university were not involved in the study, though they were looking at the evidence presented to them. And again, they keep talking about how all of it leads to that there is no genetic, no genetic um, code that says you're gay or you're straight. And it was one of those, when they talked about the study, they are also trying to figure out, and this and it led to a little bit into abortions, where they're talking about, should you abort a gay fetus? And is there a genetic marker that would be able to do it? Again and again and again, I say, 
there is no definitive way of detecting homosexuality in the genus pool. So the argument coming in saying that you're born gay is simply at the, up to this point, not true. There is no scientific evidence to back it up. Again, this goes more to the naturing side. And they find that, you know, when they study into this with 23andMe and the genetic research, they find certain people are more susceptible to, say, alcoholism. But this is also where nurturing comes in. You could be, you could be having a genet genetic code that tells you that you're very susceptible to alcoholism. However, if you were living in a nurturing environment that alcohol was strictly banned and you were not allowed to have alcohol, you would never become an alcoholic, even though you're extremely susceptible to it. You may be extremely susceptible to skin cancer and yet never get skin cancer. Or you might be in an area that you put on a lot of sunblock and you never get it. You may always get it no matter what. But on top of that, it talks about things such as like anger management problems. There are people who are, are sociopaths. You know, is this a genetic marker? And they go, you could be very susceptible to it, but turns out, depending on the where you're living and how you're treated in that environment, you're nurturing, it may not have actual effect. So again, the nurturing part seems to be the biggest indicator of whether or not homosexuality and tendencies take place or not. One of the biggest indications was, let's say you're in a culture that says homosexuality is really bad, it's wrong, horribly wrong. You know, you may never be homosexual, even though you may be genetically inclined. But there, again, there's no way of determining whether that's accurate or not. Nothing has been proven at this point. So, there's that answer. Now, the second part that my friend wanted to answer was about gay rights. You know, you hear about this all the time, mostly from the Democratic Party, where they talk about homosexuals are having their rights trampled on. They need to have somebody in office to fight for their rights because if we aren't in there, they're going to be walked all over. But when you really take a step back and you look at the situation, I mean, and I mean this as in your everyday life. You go to get up from you get up from bed, you go take a shower or whatever, you have your morning routine, you get your cup of coffee, you go to work, you're buying a car or you're you're paying the bills or whatever's happening. This is the area where we judge and see what rights are being violated. <clears throat> are your work rights being violated? Are company policies violating your rights? Uh, you know, what on earth is happening? Are, are the police pulling you over because you're gay and that's in violation? What is actually happening in your day-to-day -day life outside of social media, outside of the media in general, and politics that would actually affect your life? Are your rights actually being violated? I remember having this conversation in Anaheim when I was working out there as an AV technician. One of the guys I was working with was transgender. And he was talking about how he felt more like a girl and whatnot, even though he respected the fact that I'd never called him a girl, I always called him a guy. And I remember one time we were sitting down at lunch and we were talking about um, gay rights, about transgender rights. And I asked this guy and I said, hey, let me ask you this. If I pull out the Bill of Rights in front of you because I have an app that has a constitution on it and <clears throat> you look at them, could you point out what rights be violated? He said, well, let me take a look at this. And he honestly went through it. And he said, you know what? None of my rights are actually being violated. And I appreciated his intellectual honesty behind that. He took a step back from the emotion and all the politics and the baloney that was happening. 
and was intellectually honest enough to say nothing is happening that's violating his rights. And I think it's something that we need to do with the LGBT community. If you are part of the LGBT community or you're gay or whatnot, and you're involved in the politics, you're really in-depth into it. Maybe if you're so deep right now into politics and whatnot, you can't pull your head out of your own, uh, out of the si- your own side or out of wherever it may be, pull your head out of the sand, and look hard enough at this from that perspective. But if you have the ability to do that right now, pull your head out of the sand and take a look at good, honest look at yourself and ask yourself that question, you'll find out your rights aren't being violated. Now, I can't guarantee that every single person's rights are not being violated because I don't know you on an individual basis. But on the American constitutional side, if you look at your life and you go, look, my life shows that my rights are being violated, you might want to look at these politicians or the news or social media. And I would say that they're doing the more damage to you. A great analogy would be that social media, the media, and politicians are like the water uh, are like the people come into the well of the community and they poison the well. Then they show up the next day as the water commissioner to fix the whole problem. Well, that would be no different than right now. They've come in. They've told you you've had your rights violated. They manipulate you by poisoning the water well to think that everything is terrible. And then they show up to fix the problem. But there was no problem to begin with. They're just trying to seem important. Like they, you need them in your life. And then unless they're doing something for you that you don't actually need because nothing's really happening in your life, you know, they have to be in office. And so it's a strict manipulation. I say it for the LGBT community. I fight against this because I think it's absolutely evil. I think that we need to know the truth behind it because in the gospel, Jesus teaches that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That you should be attacking these people who are clearly manipulating you in order to win a vote or to win sides on you or to make it so you listen to them more often. So I think it's time to tell those people in your life who are clearly manipulating you to go take a hike and get out of Dodge. Now, here's the interesting part. Now, the, the final part I want to talk about this really fast is I've been talking about how homosexuality is not genetic whatsoever, even up to this point, about how you can be manipulated by Democrats, social media, or whomever. So... What are we meant to be? Hmm? If our if our homose- if homosexuality is not correct, it's not genetic, and it's more of a lifestyle, and we hear all the world telling us how we should act, how were we actually designed? What is our purpose sexually? What is our purpose sexually? As a heterosexual male myself, and I know homosexuals ask that, what is our purpose? So, you know, is it for heterosexuals to have sex with as many good-looking women as possible as our world tells us to do is it for the gay community to go off and have you know men have sex with other men as much as they want or have uh, you know gay sex or lesbian sex with women is that what we're intended to do what what we're we have an owner's manual it's a beautiful owner's manual it's called the bible god describes to us exactly what we're meant to do god describes in genesis chapter 1 verse 27 so god created mankind in his own image in his own image in his image of god he created them Male and female, he created them. Right there, we have God describing what on earth your designs meant. God goes further into talking about this where he talks about in Genesis chapter 2, verse 27. He says, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. So God's intention for us is that we are to be male and female created in the image of God, that's what our sexuality is, 
and how we are to utilize our sexuality is that a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, which is marriage, and the two become one flesh. That is what we are designed to do. That is the best way it works out. It's it's kind of like I was fixing my car the other day, and you know when you want to change out transmission fluid, and you go, well, I'm gonna do it my own way, and you try doing a transmission flush, you don't realize that when you do that, oil from the car, the, you know, from the engine can get mixed into the transmission fluid. That's what can happen, and you gotta do an actual just drain, not a full flush, especially over a hundred thousand miles. But if you don't listen to the mechanics you don't look at the owner's manual and you don't look at the order and design of how the car is intended to be made you can destroy your transmission <clears throat> that car is not going to work for you very well anymore in fact you may just total the thing or severely damage it make it difficult to make it run the same way it's supposed to run plain and simple the same way as with human beings we're not designed to be gay we don't have a genome that tells us we're gay it's more nurturing <clears throat> And then on top of that, we are not designed to be whatever transgenders want to be named as. And you're, oh, well, I feel like I want to be a bobcat today. Or I feel like I'm a girl, but I'm really a guy. These are all bunk. You're, if you're born as a male, that's what God created you to be. You're a male. If you're born with it as a female, and let me be honest here, there's only two genders. If you're born with a penis, you're a male. If you're born with a vagina, you're a female. It, it's that simple. So when we see the whole system of what is really happening, what I'm finding is homosexuals are being, and, and the LGBT community in general, is being manipulated by social media, by the media itself, by societal areas, depending on where you're at in the States or in the world, and by politicians to believe that you are something that you're actually not in order to manipulate you to fit their standards, to fit either political narrative, so you vote a politician in the office, or to <clears throat> fulfill some sort of social feeling to make you guys feel closer. And to and then that ultimately will destroy you completely and utterly. It'll destroy you emotionally, it'll destroy you mentally, it'll destroy you spiritually. And I want you to come to know Jesus. <clears throat> because Jesus, excuse me, Jesus knows all about you. Jesus loves you. God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for you. To get you away from all these terrible things. And to put your faith and trust ultimately into him. And that only through him can you know the truth. Jesus says, I am the truth, the way, and the life. Jesus is the truth. You embrace him, you'll understand. He is the way. He'll show you the right direction to go. Follow him. And only through Jesus Christ will you gain eternal life and live in heaven. So I leave you with this. Don't buy into the rest of what the world teaches. Don't buy into what these politicians, the social media, media, or society say about these things. Buy into what the creator of the universe has created you to be and who he has created you in general and how you are to enjoy your sexuality through the um that you're male and female that you are created by god in his image and in the image you are created to be like him and that sexuality is to be enjoyed as male and female in the compounds and the confines of marriage so i hope you enjoy this episode
And until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you and keep you at peace, my dearly beloved.